Hello and welcome to the Moncast, where we talk about Pokemon and Pokemon and Pokemon and Pokemon and a bit of Pokemon and then some more Pokemon. Because today is the fast forward episode, because we have a hundred episodes of Pokemon to skip over before we can go on to Hoenn. Yeah. And we don't have the time to watch every episode. Not doing that. Nope, we don't. Absolutely not possible. It would take months and months before season three. So instead, we're just going to go over the Wikipedia pages and see if anything important happens. Yeet. I think I, I might link it in the show notes if I remember to, if you want to go through yourself. But I didn't really plan how exactly we're going to do this. Do you want to just take turns taking an episode each and just talk about, I don't know, the title and the screenshot and if anything important happens? Good enough for me. Cool. Let's not bother with episode numbers. We're just going to forget them. So we'll just say the title. We'll lose count otherwise. So, we start off with a hot water battle. The screenshot is of Totodile, Cyndaquil and Chikorita. And the Wikipedia page lists nothing important happening in the episode. But it's in a jungle with some monkey apparently. Fair enough. Okay, going to the next one where we have Hook, Line, and Stinker. And, uh, also looks like nothing important happened. I'm sorry, I forgot to mention that in a hot water battle, it's shown that Jesse's Wobbuffet nose bide. Woo! Real important. But anyway, yeah, I just, I am, I am a little bit shocked that, that people have done six paragraphs on almost every episode where nothing happened. We're not even going to read that. We're just looking at the little box on the top right, because there's a hundred episodes to get through, and we have lives. That's fair. Ash and Misty both capture a Sea King, and then release them. Poliwhirl knows Mega Punch. Wow. <laughs> it's the Beedrill episode all over again. Yep. Next up, Beauty and the Breeder. <laughs> Pretty soon we've had Beauty and the Beast already, or something on those lines. Major events, Brock gives Vulpix back to Susie. What? Why? Because he needed to get rid of his only good Pokemon. Vulpix is... Mm. <laughs> if I watched that 20 minutes, why? I'm disappointed in you, Brock. You've let me down. Next episode. A better pill to swallow, in which Brock develops a Vicod addiction. <laughs> Nothing important happens. But there is someone called Old Man Shuckle. Sounds like a, a neat person. The screenshots also have Jesse, James, and Meowth all being chased by a swarm of Shuckle, and I approve of this. Well, that's good. Next up is Power Play, with an exclamation mark. So it's Power Play! And major events, Gary. <gasps> Gary! Gary exists. Gary's Eevee is revealed to have evolved into an Umbreon. That's nice. Good for them. I would actually enjoy that episode, because Gary is the best. I mean, just it, it said so right on the sign. Also, Umbreon is a good choice for an evolution. Umbreon is a, is a very solid. Very nice. It's not the trans Pokemon, but, you know... Still good. The trans Pokemon hadn't been created yet, so we'll forgive him this once. Uh, next up, we have Mountain Time, in which nothing happens, and I don't care about Mountain Time. <laughs> I think this is going to be a trend. There is a very nice screenshot, though, of Pikachu being balanced against Weeping Bell and all of Team Rocket. Sorry, Victory Bell. Victory Bell's the bigger one. This one's called Wobbapalooza. <laughs> is that even a pun? Or did they just smash two words together and call it a title? There's a music festival called Lollapalooza. I mean, it sucks, but it's a thing that exists. Nothing interesting happened here, but, you know. But they find a Wobbuffet that's being beaten up. Oh, 
that's sad. Why would you beat up Wobbuffet? It knows bide. Your turn. Imitation confrontation, in which Ash's Totodile knows Scary Face and Jesse's Wobbuffet knows Mirror Coat. You know, I've noticed a l- these Pokemon know a lot more than four moves. I think the anime just doesn't pay attention to that rule. Just doesn't care. Nope. That's all that happened. A thing happened with Arbok. Yeah, the screenshot. It's an Arbok and a Wobbuffet doing something. Cool. Next up is the trouble with Snubble. <gasps> I can't believe Snubble's still following them around after like 60-something episodes of this. But nothing else important happens. In the screenshot, you know Snubble's a girl because of the ribbons. Girl Snubble has ribbons. It's a hard and fast rule that if you are female, you have ribbons. Mm-hmm. That's why I wear a ribbon every day. Uh, next, I'm not sure I'm doing this right. It's Ariados Amigos. I, I don't know this Pokemon. And uh, I think you got it. Okay. Brock's Pineco, which I didn't know he had, knows spikes. It's Pineco, like Pinecone. Pineco, okay. It's the one that self-destructs all the time as a sign of affection. A useless Pokemon. It knows spikes. That's useful. But I do like that the first sentence of the synopsis just says, Ash and Co. encounter a bush with legs. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay then. Next up is Wings and Things. I hate it. Yeah, I can roll with that title. That's a good title. I like it. And major events. Misty's Polywell knows Tackle. I thought pretty much every Pokemon knew Tackle. Uh, yeah, it's almost surprising that we've gone this long without confirming that. But fair enough. Uh, it's evolved from Poliwag <laughs> without us knowing that it knows Tackle. Yeah, next up is the grass root in which Ash's Bulbasaur knows Takedown. And there's a character named Ephraim. Ephraim. So yeah. Okay, it looks like another flower Pokemon episode. The wiki here actually has two next episodes because Mewtwo Returns is the next thing to happen, which is wild. Yeah, we've already had a special on Mewtwo Returns years back, so you can listen to that if you want. I don't think I enjoyed it a lot. I don't seem to remember enjoying that one, but, you know, what do I know? But the next one in the main series is the Apple Car. Oh, I get it. I didn't get it till I read it out. <laughs> the Apple Car makes perfect sense. It's spelled C-O-R-P, like the military thing, but it's Apple Car. Credit where it's due. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, nothing happens. Nothing happens, but the character of the day is called Charmaine. Uh, next up is Houndoom's Special Delivery, in which our character of the day is called Marie Farmer. <laughs> what a name. Nothing happened. In the screenshot here, it looks like Houndoom's been chopped in half, and Togepi is adorable because it has an apple. Next up is A Ghost of a Chance, straight up a title from Digimon, in which Ash and Co. arrive at Ecrutique City. Woo! Ash and Co. meet Morty, the Ecrutique gym leader, and Ash's Noctowl nose tackle. So it's a gym episode. Yep. Also, Gengar looks really, really happy to be tied up by Arbok. He does. Okay, they meet the gym leader, but they don't have the battle in this episode from the looks of it. The next one. From ghost to ghost. <laughs> God, I hate it. I love it. We brought back Morty, but not Rick. Ash's Cyndaquil knows swift and quick attack, and Ash's knockdown knows confusion. Ash wins a fog badge. God, that's a bad name for a badge. Morty's character design is odd, and the referee definitely looks like he's just stuck in the middle of this. How many of these actually have a referee? Like, when did that start happening? I don't think it's a consistent thing. Okay. I guess it's maybe Morty just is more worried about safety and stuff in his gym. Half the time Brock acts as the referee, which feels kind of biased. The next one is called Troubles Brewing. It looks to be another evolution episode. Yep, yep. Also, there's tea. 
Major events. Ash and Co. meet the Kimono Girls. It doesn't feel all that notable that Ash and Co. meet the Kimono Girls, considering I don't know who they are. Yeah, who are the Kimono Girls? Are they going to be recurring characters? We'll have to wait and see. Next up is All That Glitters. Some Murkrow steal Ash's badges because he's a loser, and then they get them back. Really? Wow. Huh. Oh, and they steal James' bottle cap collection, because god, of course he has a bottle cap collection. They can't steal his bottle cap collection. They did? No. Aw. I I am happy, though, that that has been remembered by the writers. (laughs) That's the thing James has. Because that has definitely come up before. Fair enough. I I did not know about it, but I'll take your word for it. Episode 69. (laughs) Nice. The Light Fantastic. It's a Terry Pratchett title. Nothing notable happens, uh, but the filler character has a nice beret and a great mustache. Mr. Gango. Gan-go. Oh god, I hate it. Oh, is it Gangoff? It's gotta be Gango, because Bango. See, unbearable, because there's a bear. It's a bear. It's a Teddy Ursa. That's it. That's what we got. Teddy Ursa shows up. Looking evil. And, uh, looks like Misty tried to capture it and then failed. Aw, that's a shame. It's what happens when she, she doesn't stay in her lane and stick to water Pokemon. Yeah, I guess so. Next one is Moving Pictures. Okay, we have two Terry Pratchett episodes in almost a row. I don't understand this, but anyway. Todd Snap from the first series makes an appearance. So he was, I guess, a two-time filler character now. But nothing notable happens. There is a great picture of a sunken being boiled alive, though. Fair enough. Uh, Next up is Spring Fever, in which nothing important happens. But there is someone named Peggy, and Todd Snap is still here. Yeah, I guess Todd Snap's stuck around. It'd be that way. Oh, interesting. Next one is called Freeze Frame, and it features the legendary Pokemon Articuno. Why are they in Hoenn? I don't know. Um, but major events are Todd Snap leaves Ash and friends behind. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, so sad. He was there for three episodes and then he left them. Honestly, you know, Brock should have left. At least Todd Snap has a thing that isn't just harasses women. The who's that Pokemon of this episode was Charizard. I'm, I'm glad someone chose to keep track of that. Next up is The Stolen Stones, with an exclamation point, in which nothing happens but there's a screenshot of Ash and Arcanine being vaguely superimposed, because, I don't know, he's feeling the heart of the cards or something. He's one with the doggo. Yeah, yeah, he pet the doggo. Something like that. Then there is the Dunsparce Deception, and I don't care what happens because James and Moltres type returns in the screenshot. And that's enough to confirm that this is probably the best filler episode we've seen so far. Next. <laughs> I kind of want to scan through and find out why that is. Nope, we don't need to know. <laughs> Fair enough. The Wayward Wabafet, in which Ganef shows up, also some police officers. Mm. And Wabafet falls off a waterfall, which, I mean, that sucks. Poor Wabafet. He has a, a key round his neck. Yep. Is this Kingdom Hearts? We <laughs> know now, without a doubt. Wabafet's key is probably to that waterfall. This next one's called Sick Days. Oh. And I actually recognize this. I must have seen it at some point, because I remember Brock being sick, and like Ash tried to cook for him, and it was awful, because Ash can't cook. But nothing major happens. And then Brock survived, and everyone was disappointed. Next up, Ring and Masters, in which Ash retrieves Snorlax. So that's nice. When did he lose Snorlax? Yeah, he exchanges Noctowl for Snorlax. Oh, for a sumo wrestling competition. <laughs> I hate it. Let's move on. I, I get why he made the decision to get Snorlax out then. 
So at that point, he has five starters and a Snorlax in his team. Yep. Nice. Next is the Pokey Spokesman. It's a person that can speak with Pokemon. <laughs> and so, of course, with Meowth. Really good accomplishment that you can speak to Pokemon. But Officer Jenny claims that Simon, he's called Simon, is a fraud who's been scamming people. That actually sounds like a, a fun episode. Yeah, that, that'd be fun. Especially since you have to know Meowth busts the scam somehow. Also, Meowth could actually make money being, you know, the Pokemon Whisperer. He tried being an entertainer at some point, and it didn't really work out. Next up, we have Control Freak! Exclamation point. Brock's Golbat evolves into Crobat. That didn't take long. And Brock's Geodude knows Dig. Huh. And Jesse has a weird pharaoh mask thing. Jesse puts on the mask and becomes the new queen of Pokemon. Hell yeah, I'm into it. I'll hail the queen. Now we just need James the Moltres type. And why are their tiles lined up neatly on a section of ground? I don't know. I like how the episode plot just starts with Brock made lunch and invites Golbat. I like the implication that he normally doesn't feed Golbat. I know. It's like, no Golbat, you're not invited. Next is The Art of Pokemon. It's a Smeagol episode. The character of the day is called Jack Pollockson, and I feel like that name is probably inappropriate. No, it's just Jackson Pollock. Oh. The, the painter, but... But they moved the sun. <laughs> That's terrible and I hate them. That's so bad. <laughs> okay, let's move on. The heartbreak of Brock. Some girl named Temaku shows up and Brock hits on her and he is unsuccessful. No, actually, the filler character who's called Temaku wants to actually marry Brock. Huh? And the synopsis asks, why would anyone want to marry Brock right off the bat? They just put a few too many words in there. It should just be, why would anyone want to marry Brock? Yeah. Oh, apparently it's because Tamaku was ill. Oh. She was excited because uh, someone else in her family had a wedding, and then she decided she wanted to get married. So it's not so much that she liked Brock so much as she wanted the first man who was alive. It looks like she ends up marrying the doctor that helps her when she's ill, instead of Brock. Well, that's good. Brock was going to accept the proposal as well. Jesus. Wild. That sounds like a rollercoaster of an episode. Current events? We're, we're doing another Terry Pratchett episode. Chikorita evolves into Bayleaf. <gasps> yes! Woo! Progress in Ash's team! This is 83 episodes into Gold and Silver, and he's finally evolved a single Pokemon on his team. You know, for a Pokemon master, Ash sucks. I think he still only has four gym badges at this point as well. That sounds right. Uh, Ash. Why? Let's keep the momentum going. The next episode... It's called Turning Over a New Bayleaf. Ash's Bayleaf learns Body Slam. Woo! The problem in this episode is that Bayleaf is too big for Ash to handle. Which does make sense, because Bayleaf was very affectionate, but now they are, like, big. They're just doing the thing that they did with Chikorita in the first place, where Ash just refuses the affection and hurts the feelings. Doing what comes Natu Rally. <laughs> Natu Rally! That's, that's what it's called, and I'm trying to figure out why. Because it's a Natu. Oh, because we're doing Natu. I hate this. Nothing happened. But, but look, James nearly gets swindled by the Magikarp salesman again. I love it. This is like the third time. Wow. I like that Magikarp salesman doesn't get a name, but is one of the most recurring characters. Yeah, this is, he's popped up a lot. I like that running gag. That's fun. I'm into it. The next episode's called The Big Balloon Blow-Up. It has balloons, including a Pikachu one, and I'm okay with this. I am good with this. Next up, the Screen Actors Guilt. We have Brad Van Darn as our character of the day, and I hate it. Brad Van Darn. Wow. 
We also have Brad's groupies and someone called Vitso. Vitso is Brad's manager and he's so bald. Okay. Right on, right on. Nope. Yep, that's enough of that one. Although right on in the screenshot should not be underwater. That is very harmful to them. Get out of the water, right on. <laughs> uh, next up, the Kecleon Caper, in which Misty's Poliwhirl knows headbutt. Then there's the Joy of Water Pokemon. Looks like there's a Nurse Joy that hates water Pokemon. It's a Nurse Joy episode. I'm going to guess Misty converts her or something. Eh, probably. Got Miltank. Oh, I get it. It's like Got Milk, but it's a Miltank. Ash's Cyndaquil is revealed to be male. I thought we knew that what? Cyndaquil doesn't have a, a, a ribbon. What the hell? This changes the whole series! <laughs> I kind of want to know why it matters. Are they that desperate to find major events that are like, oh, gender reveals? Super important. Also, I still feel weird about the fact that they refer to almost all Pokemon as it instead of, like, their name or a gendered pronoun. Don't objectify your Pokemon. There isn't even a filler character in this one. And then there's Fight for the Light. Ash and Co. arrive in Olivine City. Ash and Co. meet Jasmine, Olivine City's gym leader. Ash and Co. go to Cyanwood City. Why have they left the city? They've just met, met the gym leader. What is going on? Don't know. Also, I hate random girl's dress. It is ugly. The bow on the front doesn't really do much. No, it's just there. Okay, it looks like the gym leader's just like, refusing to battle for some reason. So Ash and Co. have to go fix that problem. We get a lot of that. Just gym leaders refusing to do their only job. I like this next title. I, I don't get it. Machoke, Machoke Man? It's Machoke, Machoke Man. Oh, God. Ash and Co. arrive at Cyanwood City. Ash and Co. meet Chuck, Cyanwood City's gym leader, who I will just assume must be uh, Chuck Tingle. And uh, Ash wins the Storm Badge. Ash and Co. go to the Whirl Islands, then to Olivine City. We did a lot of traveling in one episode, especially since it took us nine episodes to get between cities last time. We're getting around very fast all of a sudden, um, but that is the fifth gym badge. So we're getting somewhere. Hopefully it won't be too much longer until we reach, like, the league. As we move on to Around the Whirlpool, we are now in the first episode of Pokemon Master Quest, which I thought was a Zelda thing. We've moved on to a whole new series. Should we take this moment to listen to the opening theme? Yeah, sure. Let's do that. It's called Believe in Me. Believe in Me. Oh, no. Okay, it has a pretty good guitar at the start. And this is a definite improvement over Born to be a Winner. It's still no original opening or like, you know, Johto opening. Yeah, yeah. But it's terrible. At least we're not born to be a loser. I'm, I'm glad we got a good one after the last two were pretty bad. What were we talking about? Around the Whirlpool. In which nothing happens and there's a person named Captain Marius. And we call Professor Oak, I guess. And Professor Elm makes a minor appearance as well from the looks of it. Fly me to the moon comes up next. Nothing important happens. Wilbur is the character of the day. Different person with a pet Pidgey that flies places. But in Japan, this episode is called Pidgey and the Giant Pidgey. I think the Giant Pidgey is just a pharaoh. <laughs> next up, 
taking it on the chin-choo. Oh, it's Chinchow. Chinchow, okay. I, I don't know any of the later Pokemon names. I'll do my best to try and pronounce it right, where I can. Let's see here. So, you, nothing important happens. Professor Oak is here again, which is weird. And we have a brief character named Dayton, who I, I, don't, I don't care anything about. And then we have a Corsola caper. Something happens! Misty captures a Corsola, and Misty's Corsola knows the moves Recover, Tackle, Miracoat, and Spike Cannon. And Ash's Totodile knows Headbutt. Well, who cares, because Misty captured a Pokemon! Yes! Woo! Something happened! That doesn't happen, like ever. Uh, speaking of things where nothing happens, Mantine Overboard. Character of the day is named Luca, and Luca's great-grandfather in a flashback. He doesn't even have a screenshot on the wiki. <laughs> Poor guy. Octillery the Outcast. It's about an Octillery. There's a lot of water Pokemon so far. I'm okay with this. Yeah, I'm into it. I imagine Misty gets some more actual lines. That would be good. I like when Misty gets to do things, especially when it means Brock doesn't. Yeah. Uh, next up is Dueling Heroes, which sounds like fun. We're doing the World Cup. Oh, that makes sense with all the water Pokemon lately. Oh, it's a filler rock. Yeah. Tordenile knows Skullbash which I didn't know was a move. That's kind of metal. Uh, Ash retrieves Kingler. I, that makes sense with the World Cup. I guess you have to use water Pokemon in this cup or something. That would make sense. And then Ash and Misty both... Uh... Oh, he swapped out Bayleaf for Kingler? Bayleaf's super effective. I, I guess if, if you can't use them anyway, it makes some sense. I mean, sure, but like it's not like you're using Snorlax anymore. Anyway, yep, we're doing a filler arc, and it looks like Ash and Misty had to fight. But then somehow they both move on to the next round. Also, why does Totodile know both Headbutt and Skullbash? They sound like the exact same thing. Next up is The Perfect Match. Doesn't list any major events. The, the character of the day is called Trinity. Yeah, she tells Ash to follow the White Rabbit. I can vibe with Trinity. World Cup continues. Ash goes up against Misty in round two. But who wins? Kinda has to be Ash. It looks like Misty wins. Oh, that's good. And we see Misty continue in the competition. Good for her. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Next up, plant it now, Diglett later. It's not good. Uh, we get Rita, Sue, and the Diglett Village citizens. Which, um, oh, we, the World Cup is over. Misty also lost. I'm doubling back to see if we can find out who won. Looks like Trinity won. Yeah, it looks like it. Well, that's too bad. Misty deserves to win a thing. But yeah, nothing happens in this Diglett episode either from the looks of it. So we move on to Hi-Ho, Silver, Away. <sighs> I don't get it. And nothing happens. So we move on to the mystery is history, which is... I mean, that's that's a little better. Uh, Richie joins Ash and Co. Richie is revealed to have a pupitar. I don't know who Richie is, but I kind of hate him. I think Richie is someone who also has a Pikachu. Oh, yeah, 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 that Richie. Okay. Yeah, Richie's got the, the Pikachu with, like, quiff. <laughs> I remember him. Yeah, Richie should have been the protagonist. He was just better. Yeah. I've never seen an episode of Richie. I only remember him from the last time we fast-forwarded through a series. There's a really good screenshot of them just doing the Spider-Man pointing thing. And next is a parent trapped. And it looks like Lugia's been trapped. And Richie's Charmander, Zippo, is revealed to have evolved into Charmeleon. <laughs> and why does Zippo look different? I don't know. It's been a while. I remember that Richie nicknames his Pokemon. And that's so good. Yeah, that's why Richie's a better character. Also, Butch and Cassidy appear in this one. Nice. Uh, let's see here. A promise is a promise in which Richie leaves. Also, we have a character named Dr. Namba. It looks like they're leaning towards, like, mini arcs. 
because we've had like the World Cup, and now we've had a few episodes on Lugia. Oh, I get it. World Cup, like World Cup. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we are slow on the uptake. Master Quest is maybe good. It's a little bit of a shame we're missing it. it might be better than the usual just filler, 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 filler. I hope that's something that they stick with. Mm-hmm. That would be good. Next is throwing in the Noctowl. It shiny Noctowl makes a return. Good, good. I don't know when Ash retrieved Noctowl, but he must have done it at some point. And the character of the day is Wings Alexander. No. You've got to look at Wings Alexander. His mustache is amazing. That's very true. And his Noctowl has a beard. Uh, so next we've got Nerves of Steelix. Ash wins the Mineral Badge, we're up to six now, and then they move on to Mahogany Town. So they've spent a long time in this general area. Yes, the next one's called Bulbasaur the Ambassador. Ash's Bulbasaur learns to dig. Bulbasaur does some diplomacy for, like, plant Pokemon. Now we move on to Espeon not included. But why? Why would you not include Espeon? Why would you not include Espeon? And also, I don't get the pun. When you think about it, Espeon does sound a lot like batteries. Like batteries, Espeon, batteries, Espeon. It's almost a tongue twister, they're so similar. Uh, moving on, uh, we, Ash and Co. meet Sakura and her sisters again. Sakura's Eevee is revealed to have evolved into an Espeon, and she goes on her own journey. Good for her. I think this is the, whatever they're called, the Kimono Sisters. Oh, that would that would make sense. I remember Ash in like the first season meeting some Eevee sisters, and I, I wonder if they just had like, you know, four more sisters that... Oh no, the first series they meet three brothers called Eevees, because there's the three at the time. Yeah. But now they've got five Eevee sisters, because there's five evolutions now. So I guess at this point, there must be a family of like ten identical children called Eevees. That would be fun. It would be strange, but okay. Wow, this is a bad pun. <laughs> yep, for ho oh the bells toll. <sighs> Gotta warm up for that stretch. Ashako meet Yusein. I don't know who that is. Oh, he looks dramatic as I was gonna swear, but I'm not going to. He does look like a Sailor Moon character, based on the one villain I've seen from Sailor Moon. Tuxedo Guy. <laughs> is that his name? Tuxedo Guy, I love it. His occupation is Mystery Man. <laughs> I love this guy. Uh, next up is Extreme Pokemon, in which Ash gets an egg. They don't tell me what kind of egg. He's also pictured skateboarding. But he win- he wins a race. I guess Ash can skateboard. Who knew? Apparently. Two adults in the background do not look that impressed. Or extreme. <laughs> it's not even a skateboard, it's just a board riding down a hill. I love it. It looks like Ash is about to run over Pikachu. It'd be that way. An egg-citing adventure. It's not that exciting, because nothing happens. No, nothing important happens. There's a Kangaskhan. He's holding an egg. Pikachu looks absolutely dumbfounded. We're de- getting a lot of egg puns, because next up is hatching a plan, in which Ash's egg hatches into a fanfi. Fanfi knows tackle and will out. Oh, a fanfi. Fanfi, it's nice. I guess this is the, the egg hatching arc. But now the egg hatched. They've run out of egg puns. It's now called Jews and Don'ts. Like, pay your Jews. Yep, except that I think they don't. A deli bird begins to follow Jesse and James. I actually like this synopsis. Uh, they were congratulated by a scout for Team Rocket who welcomes them aboard, but when Jesse says that she, James, and Meowth were already Team Rocket members, the scout proved them wrong by checking their files and say they were permanently removed for not paying off their massive debts. Wow. <laughs> they aren't even really Team Rocket. They're Team Rocket knockoffs. They got fired from Team Rocket. <laughs> and they weren't even told. Arbok looks so done in this screenshot. Also, Wabafet. I kind of wish that meant they would go form their own team, but that's never going to happen. Oh, well. What's next? 
just waiting on a friend, in which Lococo and the mansion owner appear. There's a Nine Tails. Yes, Nine Tails is the name of that Pokemon. Again, the synopsis asks, why would a girl willingly marry Brock? <laughs> <laughs> I like this trend. Yep. But this mansion does look like the one from, you know, the Devonman mansion thing. Oh, yeah, you're not wrong. It's evil shows its hand or something. Yeah, evil shows its face. Face, hand, same thing. Clocks have both. Indeed. A Tyrogue full of trouble. Ash and Co. meet Keo. Who is Keo? Character of the day. Keo only has a sprite for a wiki page image. Keo is very important. He's a former gym leader and a black belt, apparently. Now we move to Zatu the Future. I guess the joke is they're going to the future. And there's a character named Callista. She looks kind of boring. Yeah. But those Zatu are really T-posing for dominance. They are. Talking about an evolution. <laughs> Ash and Cole meet Lance, the champion. And there's a red Gyarados. Neat. We talk about an evolution. It does not actually happen, though. No. Lance looks cool, though. Um, uh, moving on. Oh, hey, the screenshot for this one, Rage of Innocence, is pretty cool looking. As Ash just T-poses for dominance in front of the red Gyarados, who is breathing fire. Oh, and he got Bailey back as well, at some point. They must have just completely undone all of those swaps from the, the World Cup. Ash and Co. meet Price, Mahogany Town's gym leader. Oh, he's just an old guy. And also the Red Gyarados is super angry, and destroys a bunch of stuff, so that's good. He's so angry, the Japanese episode's called Red Gyarados Anger. I mean, you know, it'd be that way. I like this next title. As Cold as Price. Yep, I thought you'd like that. Ash and Co. arrive in Mahogany Town. And that seems to be it. Yep. We do the gym battle next week. They don't do the gym battle because Price refuses, but advises Ash to get some rest and battle them tomorrow. I guess that's fair. I, I do like this episode title as much as I hate it. Nice Price Baby. <laughs> it's Ice Ice Baby, but Nice Price Baby. Why? I hate it. It's so bad. Um, Cyndaquil knows Quick Attack. Ash wins the Glacier Badge. I feel like one of those should have come first. And Ash and Co. go to Blackthorn City. Why would you not just call it Price Price Baby? Why Why do you need to have a different one? That's a very fair question. It just obscures the joke. It does. Also, wouldn't you just go with Vanilla Price Price Baby? That works too. Yeah, like, it's a, it's a much better... Anyway, doesn't matter. Yeah, on a lighter note, this screenshot of Pikachu just slide tackling underneath an ice beam is pretty cool. Whichever way the wind blows, nothing happens, but the character of the day is called Steven. Oh, Giovanni showed up, but in a fantasy. Oh, uh, he's usually in a fantasy. The screenshot just looks like an army of Blossom facing up against an army of Valfoon. Oh, it's, there's a war between them both because they're, well, they branched off from the same thing, I mean. That sounds interesting. I would watch that further episode. It sounds fun. Oh, here's a pun I can't believe they've never used before. Some like it hot. It's not a pun. It's just a reference. Yep, nothing happens. Character named Egan. They're just on the way to Blackthorn City from the looks of it. And nothing happens. See, we were doing better with the, the arcs. Flareon's tackling a mag cargo, though. And I don't know why they would choose to fight fire with fire. Ash does that a lot. Sorry, I've just looked at this next episode and it looks fun. It's such a good little picture. I love it. It's called Hocus Pokemon, and nothing important happens, so it is a filler episode. But from the screenshot, it looks like Ash gets put into Pikachu's body or something, and the filler character is called Lily the Spellcaster. When Ash tries out her spell, he turns into a Pikachu, leaving everyone shocked. I want to watch this episode. It looks fun. That actually does look kind of fun. I should make a list of the episodes I actually want to watch. You should make that list when you're editing this. 
Maybe. Editor's note, I forgot to make that list. What's next? Next up is As Clear As Crystal, in which we meet a character named Crystal, but with a K. Because it's cooler. Yep, yep. Because with a K. I'm proud of myself for that joke. Team Rocket have a crystal in the screenshot, and they look badass. That's fair. Then the next one's called Same Old Song and Dance, and it looks like it stars Yo Lee. It kind of does. But with purpler hair. And nothing happens. I like real Yo Lee's hair better, personally. The Twin Tails just doesn't do anything. But it's a Jigglypuff episode, because Jigglypuff just won't leave them alone. And now we're on to Enlighten Up, in which Ash is not wearing shoes in this screenshot. And there's a character named Madeline. She looks like a Nurse Joy, but a nun. Oh, and Della Bird is still following Team Rocket around. Makes sense. People are very good at following others in this. Can we just get the 8th gym badge already? Next one is called, Will the Real Oak Please Stand Up? And the screenshot has Professor Oak and someone who looks kinda like Professor Oak. Nothing upon happens, but there's a character called DJ Mary. They can't tell which one is the real Professor Oak. Ash, I've known you since childhood. They have a contest to see which Oak is the real one. Shouldn't they just ask for his driver's license? Wait, I'm reading the synopsis. Jesse disguises as DJ Mary, who was from like a radio station episode a while ago. And James disguises as Professor Oak. And Meowth and Wobbuffet disguised as the manager. So in this screenshot, it's James as Professor Oak. That's kind of great. That sounds amazing. I love that they don't know James's voice by now. I'm surprised that they managed to, like, not just burst out into the motto for more than half an episode. Right? That sounds fun. Okay, let's carry on. Wish upon a star shape? I don't understand. Um, anyway, there's two characters named Ken and Mary who are, I don't know, evil or Team Rocket, maybe? Why do they need more Team Rocket? Oh no, they're from the Pokemon Mystery Club. They discover and research the mysteries of space Pokemon. They just happen to look kind of evil in this screenshot. Oh, which team will get Cleffa? And are the Pokemon Mystery Club just as incompetent as Team Rocket? Okay, I was right. Yeah, it looks like it. Okay, Outrageous Fortunes. It's not even a joke, it's just the name of the episode. <laughs> Misty's Poliwhirl evolves into Politoed. I knew it. I knew it would happen. And Misty's Politoed learns Swagger. Nice. Good going. Misty's on more evolutions than Ash. And it looks like Jesse's pretending to be a fortune teller. Cool. They do that a lot. They do like the fortune telling episodes. Next up is One Trick Phony, in which nothing happens but Park Warden shows up. Which, I'm sad to say, is not just the Park Warden's name. I am Park Warden, the Park Warden. <laughs> exactly! Brock falls in love with a girl because she's wearing a dress. And I thought that was important to know. What, the girl's wearing a dress? Yeah, yeah. Girl in dress. Brock immediately falls in love. That's, that's really important that we mention that that happens. Because, you know, it's not like Brock ever falls in love. She's called Unnamed Female Trainer. <laughs> so, this next title is good. I Polly Told You So. Why didn't I think of that joke, like, ten seconds ago? Alright, I do like this quote. Arbok, you do not know the meaning of the word lose. Do you understand me? Charbok. Alright, who told Arbok the meaning of lose? Wah! That is some good Team Rocket humor. What's next? The Ice Cave, which does not have a synopsis. It was unaired in the US, that's why. It was banned because of Jinx's racial stereotype appearance. Oh, yeah, that's a... Yeah, no, that's a really good decision. Jinx is bad. Yep. Yeah. Misty's called the nose headbutt. Yeah, well, good. Okay. Beauty is skin deep. Ash and Co. arrive at Blackthorn City. Ash and Co. meet Claire at Blackthorn City's gym leader. This is the eighth and final gym 
branch that they need in Johto. So it got spread out over a second episode. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm somehow just certain that, uh, that that she won't battle with them. Let's see. Yep, they end up not battling because Team Rocket got involved. So now we get to do it again next time. Fangs for nothing. Meowth has a fang. In which Ash still does not have a gym badge. We gotta we gotta move that over to a third episode. Let's see. The dragon fang is stolen, so we have to call off the match. Oh no. We have to go get back the dragon fang. Which I mean, that feels like not Ash's problem. So the next episode is called Great Bowls of Fire. It looks like James's hands are on fire in the screenshot. And major events, Ash retrieves Charizard from the Charizard training place. So that's cool. I'm glad Charizard came back. Next up is Better Eight Than Never, because, you know, we took four episodes to get this stupid badge. Ash retrieves Snorlax again. Snorlax knows Ice Punch, which I wouldn't have thought Snorlax could know, and we finally win the Rising Badge. Hooray! We have all eight badges now, and it only took 138 episodes in Johto. And now we only have to do, like, 20 episodes of filler before we get to the next important thing. It's so long! Why? Why not? I could have sworn they made this exact title before, but it could just be a joke I've made myself. Ash and Co. go to New Bark Town. Why not looks cute eating cherries? That's that's the episode. Next up is Just Add Water, in which Ash's Totodile knows Slash, and Misty's Goldie knows Supersonic and Horn Drill. Misty's Psyduck learns Psychic, which I sort of thought Psyduck knew, but okay. I've just read a bit of the synopses to figure out what's going on. They've got to wait three months before the, the league battles start, so they're filling three months of time with episodes. We're not even just traveling places, we're just going, yep, I know you're ready to do the thing, but what if we did 20 episodes of filler first? Next one is called Lapras of Luxury, where they travel to New Bark Town to register for the league. Ash gets another egg, and Brock's Crobat knows Sonic Boom, that terrible Wii U game. I've heard the TV show is actually pretty fun. Uh, next up is Hatch Me If You Can. <laughs> I like that. Ash's egg hatches into a Larvitar. Larvitar knows Harden, Screech, and Hidden Power. Then they go to Mount Silver. Larvitar's cool. Then we have Entai at your own risk. Brock's Panko evolves into Foratress. Way to go, Brock. Ash's Fampy knows Defense Curl. Sure. And Brock's Onyx knows Sandstorm by Darude. It's a real shame Ash can never just, like capture one of the legendaries? That would be a bit OP. Be pretty cool if, like, Mewtwo or one of the other, like, talking psychic ones just, like, followed Ash around, because... Yeah, that'd be a bit broken. Yeah. Uh, a crowning achievement in which Brock's Foratress knows Rapid Spin. Good for Foratress. They are still en route to Mount Silver, which appears to be just a mountain where Moltres lives, supposedly. Okay. Here's looking at you, Elekid. Oh, we get, we get her again. We get Casey back. And Casey's Bayleaf has evolved to Meganium faster than Ash's. Way to go, Casey. Yeah. Oh my god. James traces Victory Bell for Magikarp Salesman's Weeping Bell. And then the Weeping Bell evolves into Victory Bell. And then James releases that Victory Bell. Wow. That's a lot of steps to not have a Victory Bell anymore. And Casey captures an Elekid. That's good, because, like, she supports the Electabuzz baseball team. But James getting conned by the Salesman again. I, I feel like James just wanted to stop getting bitten by a weeping bell, a victory bell. So, like, that trade kind of makes sense. And then he just goes, you know what, screw it. You you go away. I need to watch this episode. It sounds interesting how the, the victory bells just leave. That sounds kind of fun. You're a star, Larvitar. It rhymes. 
Barbato knows bite and dig, and Jesse's Arbok knows takedown. The end. Neat. The animation quality does look like it's gone up based on the screenshot. That'd be good. I would like just some cleaner lines, less blur. Okay. Address unknown, because it's the unknown. You noun? I think it's unknown. And nothing important happens. Woo! But there's some filler characters called Brago, Chico, and Blurt. I hate them. They all look like douchebags. They were poachers who wanted to steal the egg from Tyranitar. However, their plan failed, though Larvitar had the nightmares about- Oh, wow, that, that's- that's screwed up. Poor Larvitar. Mother of all battles. Ash and Co. arrive to Mount Silver finally, and Ash leaves Larvitar. Wow. What? He's just been traumatized! <laughs> I- hmm. I don't like Ash. Yeah, we deal with poachers, and then... Oh, Larvitar gets to live with Tyranitar. Out of context, the sentence sounds awful. Yeah, just by the way, I'm leaving you. Ash tells Larvitar that it's up to itself to save its mother, and he tells it to use its powers. She's like, you do it. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to save your mom. <laughs> you do it, small traumatized child. Okay. Pop goes the Sneasel. Sounds fun. Ash and co. meet Harrison, Ash's rival. Harrison catches a Sneasel. Harrison is revealed to be a douchebag, and have a Blaziken and a Houndoom. Did we just replace Gary? I think so. I think Harrison's just a new rival. Let's see what Harrison looks like. I don't know if he's actually a douchebag, but I suspect he might be. With the name Harrison, I just sort of assume so. Oh, look at his face. Yeah, yeah. He's so smug. Uh, next up, a claim to flame. That, that, that's cute. I'm into that. It looks like we're actually in the League battles now. We're at the Silver Conference, which is not the League battle. And Ash gets to light the flame at the, at the Olympics. Pretty much. He's lighting the Ho-Oh flame. We saw Hoa way back in the Indigo League, in like the first episode where it flew over. So that's a callback. Okay. Love Pokemon style. Gross. Yeah, no. Don't do that. Ash retrieves Kingler, Snorlax, Muk, Tauros, Squirtle, and Terracross. You got Squirtle back? Squirtle's part of the Squirtle squad. And also, we just replaced the entire team. Yeah, I guess he wants a better team for the League. But he also now has two water types, two normal types. Sludge and Heracross. Ash is just not very good at making a team. Yeah, he really isn't. Ash's fan pee knows Earthquake and Defense Curl. Ash advances to next round. So he, he got passed around. That's good. Random little girl falls in love with Ash. That's weird. That is odd. And little girl has a Vulpix. Next up, tie one on. Harrison is revealed to have a mill tank. Ash retrieves Bulbasaur. Ash, Gary, and Harrison advance to the next round. So Ash could just change out his Pokemon team any time in this tournament? That's weird. Yeah, you could always just, like, contact Professor Oak and be like, send me these Pokemon. Yeah, it just seems weird that you don't have to register your roster at the beginning of the tournament. Uh, we're up to... Oh, hey, a face-off against Gary. The ties that bind. Ash gets out Charizard, Heracross, and Tauros. Why does he keep using the cow Pokemon? Harrison advances to the next round. Gary is revealed to have a Magma, an Alakazam, a Fero, a Skarmory, a Pinsir, a Kingdra, and a Blastoise. Just like Gary to have seven Pokemon in his team. Ash's Tauros knows Horn Attack, and Ash's Heracross knows Mega Horn and Fury Swipes. Gary's team sounds so much better than Ash's. Gary's the best. Ash is a loser. Sorry, a bit of constructive criticism to Gary. Fero and Skarmory. Got two flying types there. Not really necessary. Also, Kingdra and Blastoise. Kingdra's a bit better because of the dragon type, I would say. Blastoise is just a starter Pokemon. Although, it does get brownie points because Ash can't evolve his Squirtle. So, you won up in there. That's good. I do enjoy seeing a blast wall once in a while. Can't beat the heat. Ash's muck knows sludge bomb. 
Gary is revealed to have a golem and a scizor. Ash advances to the next round, and Harrison reveal is revealed to have a Kecleon. Okay, we didn't see who won last time because the battle didn't end. Yeah, I guess it was a cliffhanger of the ultimate battle between Ash and Gary. Anyway, yeah, Ash actually wins, which is kind of wild. And uh, next up, we're going to fight Harrison, who is, I guess, our rival. Apparently so. Playing with fire. So it's another fire title. Ash's Bayleaf knows headbutt. Harrison's revealed to have a Hypno and a Steelix. Is this the Moltres type costume again in the I don't I don't understand what the screenshot is. It looks like Blaziken's grabbed the vine whip. Oh, that that's an actual Pokemon. I thought it was just someone in a costume again. Oh no, that that's Blaziken. But the synopsis says that Ash's battle and rivalry with Gary may be over. And I hope Gary continues to just follow well not even follow around, just be way ahead of Ash at all times. Yeah, he's he's just better at all times, except that Ash somehow won because he had plot armor. The Johto photo finish, in which Ash leaves Charizard and Squirtle again, and they go to Pallet Town. Why would he do that? I appreciate him leaving behind starters, at least. That's good. That's progress. But why do you keep leaving behind Pokemon? Looks like maybe Ash loses, because of course he does. Yeah, it looks like Harrison wins the league. But second place isn't bad, considering Ash is an incompetent trainer. Is this the last one? I don't think so. Cause th- this this wasn't the real tournament. This was the uh, the Silver Cup or something. No, I think that was the Johto League. It's called the Silver Conference because Pokemon Silver. So that was the, the Region League. 65 episodes and we're on 64. So, okay. Ash came in second. I just thought we were doing another filler thing. We've got two more episodes left. So we've got Gotta Catch You Later, in which Misty and Brock leave Ash. Good. Ash goes to Pallet Town, and Ash leaves Fampy, Bayleaf, Totodile, Cyndaquil, and Noctowl. So he just ditches his team, basically. Yeah, yeah. Only Pikachu. Only Pikachu. I guess Ko's being replaced as well, after 275 episodes. That's a lot of Misty. Uh, yeah, that is a lot of Misty. Especially considering that, well, it's so much Brock, considering Brock sucks. Kind of sad to see them go. Yeah, a little bit. I'll be glad to see new people, and hopefully they'll be better. And actually get to play a role. Now we get to move on to Hoenn Alone, in which Ash and Team Rocket go to Hoenn. It's the final episode of Pokemon Master Quest. A new journey holds new possibilities, new friends, but the destination remains the same. After a tearful goodbye to Brock and Misty, and a fond farewell to his mom and Professor Oak, Ash and Pikachu head off to the Hoenn region. They go there by boat and have a wonderful time. Later one night, the good time was not meant to last as Team Rocket steals Pikachu. Without his buddies to help him this time, how will Ash face against them? And will Pikachu be okay when it arrives in Hoenn with Ash? Of course it will, it's Pikachu. It sounds like the episode should have ended at the send-off. Pretty much, yeah. Based on that synopsis, because the tone is just like, oh, it's the end of a journey, it's so sad. And it's just like, oh, what they get up to this ruckus. Yeah, a little bit. It, I feel like they should have just merged it with the previous episode and, and just had Ash get on the boat and that's it. Yeah, just have the boat go off into the sunset and then start the new series. This is just buying time. Nope, now we get to meet May, because, you know, Ash can't go a whole episode without friends. He goes one episode with just Pikachu and Team Rocket. Ash is a real codependency thing. That was an hour and 24 minutes of reading Wikipedia pages. Yeah, sure was. Did you have fun? It was pretty okay. It was okay. I think it's better than actually sitting down and watching them all. Definitely, definitely. 
I'm excited now that we can move on to Hoenn. Oh, and we're getting a new theme song called I Wanna Be a Hero. That's real sad, Ash. Oh no, it sounds the same as Bond's Be a Winner. I mean, of course it does. We hope that was listenable and enjoyable. That was a hundred and something episodes of Pokemon we just covered in about 85 minutes. So that's pretty good going. Especially considering almost nothing happened. I'm going to have a nightmare editing this because it's just going to be so long. But we hope you've enjoyed us talking about Pokemon Johto and Digimon Adventure Zero 2. This is the end of Series 2 of the Moncast. Took us long enough. You're welcome. It was all my doing. Yeah, it's all down to Quinn. Nothing to do with me. Nope. I mean, except for the editing, obviously. You, you, I ain't gonna edit this. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, there'll just be like a quick interlude. Just talk about any Season 3 changes I've decided to do on a whim. And then we will start Season 3. It should be exciting. I'm looking forward to it. Yep. It's definitely, you know, cliche, but god, I like Tamers. I've not seen Tamers in like eight, maybe nine years. I went through it maybe ten years ago, so I remember being an adult and wanting to watch it again, but it, it's definitely been quite a while. And Pokemon Hoenn will finally have some new people. A new Ash and Co., a new region, and hopefully some better animation quality, and some small arcs would be good. I would enjoy that. They they were doing a nice job with the small arcs for a bit there in, in our recap, and then they went back to just random filler for a bit. I definitely hope they stick to the, like, five episodes, or even three episode arcs. Just something so that is not just bam, 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 filler Pokemon, filler Pokemon, filler Pokemon. And at least we know Team Rocket's still around, so there'll be something if everything else is still awful. I was kind of hoping for a new Team Rocket, but obviously that's... I mean, it's, it's basically just the James and Jesse show, because Ash sucks. Anyway, next time I'll be going over the Season 3 changes. But if you want to talk about today's Wikipedia articles, you can reach us on Twitter, via email, and in the Moncast Discord. And you can support the show via Patreon to gain access to the Moncast Uncut. Of course, a big thank you to Quinn for reading Wikipedia articles with me today. Where can the people find you? You can find me on the Twitters, at RealYubico. All the links will be in the show notes. I'm not linking 100 episodes of Pokemon, but I'll link the first one so you can click through. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, bye bye! Bye! I really dislike Ash's decision making. Next is The Art of Pokemon. This is Smeagol. Smeagol. That's what it is. Not Smeagol. Smeagol's from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> it's a Smeagol episode. <laughs> Smeagol trying to protect his precious painting. <laughs> I love it. Precious. Is this episode entertaining to listen to? I don't know. But we're going to keep no going until yep, we finish. Yep. It's on you if you skip it. Yep. If you skip and don't know what's going on in Pokemon, then it is not our fault.